the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hey, good morning, Rob. I'm doing well. Thank you. Congratulations. You get to sit at home tonight, crack open a beer, watch the Chicago Cubs. That's right. There's not going to be a whole lot of sleep this week, I don't think, but uh, it's a price I'm willing to pay. (laughs) Briefing.com, for those who don't know, is located in or near Chicago. I am located in San Francisco, so uh, I'm happy for you. I think that's uh, it's good for the city, and I always like comments like that because uh it makes your coworkers happy it's something to talk about it's a bonding experience even if you don't like baseball i think it's a, a good thing that's right and I, if i remember correctly the cubs roadshow uh kind of rolled right through san francisco now didn't it <laughs> let's not forget that there was a bad call in the ninth inning top of the ninth first game check swing that was not a check swing uh next Bye play was on. a double that tied the game but you know just let's not get caught up in the details Uh, Let's get caught up in some market details, though. And don't forget, we have three World Series championships uh, sitting on our mantle. And Cubs have? I think we got a couple. (laughs) (laughs) From 1874, right after the Civil War. Um, Granted, the last one was in 1908. But, you know, we're there. We're on the board. Let's do Jackson times. But um, let's talk a little uh, markets. it looks like Clinton's going to win the nomination or win the presidency. Is the political atmosphere doing anything to the markets or not? Well, I, I think it is, uh, and you see it reflected more so in, in low volume, uh, frankly. Um, so notwithstanding a number of polls and pundits pointing to a likely victory for, uh, for Mrs. Clinton, uh, you know, there's still some uncertainty out there with respect to how the congressional race might play out, uh, what, con- what the composition of Congress is going to look like after Election Day. Uh, and I think, you know, given the, uh, the experience of the whole Brexit vote thing and, and, um, and some of the um, polling discrepancies that, you know, led up to that surprising vote. I, I think that there's a, a sort of an honest um, perspective of, of really just waiting to see the actual results before uh, some market participants are, are willing to put a lot of money 
into the market uh, based on some you know post election ideas. So you know I think the market itself overall has has hung up reasonably well, but we've also traded sideways for the most part over the last several months, and I think that's been a reflection somewhat of of the uncertainty surrounding this um, this election. So I was reading in your page one today. It sounds like you're okay. You're pleased with earnings report in the earnings season so far. Well, the you know the, I'd, I'd say this re, this reporting season, um, uh, companies like Faxa and SP Capital IQ that you know aggregate these consensus estimates. You know they'll they'll write that they were that the reports are coming in much better than expected, even better than historical average. And, and you know it's true. It's just what the numbers are bearing out and. You know, what we see based on the latest data uh, from FactSet was that the third quarter earnings um, uh, in aggregate are, are down 0.3%, right? So that's not great in an absolute sense. Uh, you know, coming into the reporting period, um, you know, they were expected to be down about 2%. So, yes, they're, you know, they're better than expected. They're still not great. Uh, but I think that... Um, you know what this market needs to uh, to get to is a, a level of confidence that this inflection point has been reached, where you're now going to start seeing, um, you know, continued upward revisions to earnings estimates and and higher levels of earnings growth in coming quarters to help provide a layer of support under this market, which is also already sporting a you know fairly full valuation. That's predicated in part on this notion that earnings growth will, in fact, pick up. So, um, you know, we're still early in this reporting period. About, I think, maybe about a quarter of the S&P 500 has reported things are coming in better than expected. But, you know, you're starting, you're going to get some real, real heavyweights now coming in. Um, you got Apple tonight, and then uh, some of those momentum benchmarks like Amazon.com and, and Alphabet. You know, they're lingering out there on the on the near horizon as well and so really going to be curious to see how the market reacts to their results um and uh you know and that could be a, a game changer in terms of helping this this market break out of its uh, range bound stupor are you at all scared about janet yellen coming up in december um you know i guess not necessarily because you can see that the market is 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 itself starting to uh warm up uh if you will to the idea that the Fed is likely to raise rates in December uh and that's based entirely on you know what you're seeing in the the Fed funds futures market which I think has a, a you know assigning a probability right now of about a 70% probability of a of a rate hike in December and what that suggests is that it won't be a surprise uh, to the majority of market participants if the Fed does, in fact, raise rates in December. Um, the surprise would be if they raised rates next week. <laughs> and, um, you know, everyone clings to the notion that the Fed wouldn't do anything right in front of elections so as not to appear to be political. Um, I recently wrote an article in the Big Picture column that I produce uh, just making an argument that, you know, perhaps the most apolitical thing the Fed could do right now would be to raise rates at its November meeting. Um, you know, our perspective is that uh, the economy is, is is certainly not growing gangbusters, but it's not uh, performing at a level that would require 
you know, the Fed funds rate so close to the zero bound as it is right now. Uh, and with inflation starting to creep up and progress being made toward the Fed's, you know, longer run inflation target um, and, you know, the labor market tightening up, uh, we think that there's justific- there's data-based justification here for the Fed to go ahead and raise rates uh, if it so chose to do uh, next week. Um, most likely it won't, though. Uh, but I do think that the uh, the data is there uh, where it could be rationalized, and it would be a shocker at first. But then I think the market would settle down and understand that it was uh, based on a reasonable set of data that would argue in favor of a, another 25 basis point increase. I was watching some financial media a couple days ago, and they were talking about the interest rates in Janet Yellen. And they basically said what you just said. It could be next week. It could be next month. It could be next year. But let's just get it over with. There's kind of fatigue in watching interest rates. And then they kind of all laughed out loud like, well, once we get this one done, we'll start watching again. Um, Are we hooked on watching interest rates? Is that until – and if so – is it until earnings? Is it until revenue? Is it till you know uh, a new breakthrough in technology? Are we right, just yeah. what? Go ahead. I, I think we are. We're, we're hooked on watching interest rates uh, in large part because the earnings haven't been there uh, to to help drive the market. Um, and if you can get this pickup in earnings growth that you know I was alluding to earlier that the market is is desperately hoping it to get. Uh, then you might start to see, you know, the market get reoriented around the notion that, hey, well, interest rates going up aren't so bad if you're getting stronger levels of economic activity that are leading to higher levels of earnings. Um, that would be a good thing. Uh, but interest rates going up simply for the sake of, of the view that uh, market participants feel these central bankers are hitting their policy limits um, and the fact that they, you know, might be going up because maybe inflation rates are starting to pick up without a whole lot of economic growth attached to it. Um, that's a more or more concerning factor. But when you realize that uh, you've had five straight quarters of, you know, earnings declines, and yet you have an S&P 500 that's trading in close proximity to an all-time high, um, I think it does underscore the idea that. Uh, the thing that's been driving this equity market is the central bank put, which has effectively helped bring down, you know, long-term interest rates. So the market has to be preoccupied with what's going on with interest rates right now, uh, and will continue to be so if you don't see a, a uh, you know, stronger pickup in earnings growth. Is there anything in the markets that you're watching right now that you find important that we're not hitting on? Maybe oil prices, maybe geopolitical politics. Uh, is there well, anything jumping out? Yeah, you know, I mean, the thing that has jumped out is uh, there's a lot going on in the currency market right now. Um, you know, I don't know if your listeners are aware if you've talked about it or not. But there's been a real breakdown in the euro. Um, and it's been a, a technical breakdown largely, but um, but there's probably some other factors going on there that are driving the euro lower against the dollar, uh, one of which is this interest rate differential trade. So you have the European Central Bank, which is obviously not going to be raising rates anytime soon, pitted against the Federal Reserve, which sounds like it really does want to raise uh, you know its key policy rate relatively soon. And so that technical breakdown combined with that policy rate differential trade has has really driven the euro down and because it has such a large weighting in the US dollar index it's helping to you know uh, drive up that index and it's leading to some really um noticeable strength in the US dollar which 
um, isn't such a great thing at this point in time, only because you don't have a, an economy in the U.S. that's that's running full steam ahead. Um, again, you're getting modest but you know slow growth, and that stronger dollar could ultimately act as a headwind there as it weighs on the earnings prospects for U.S. multinationals and okay. also. Uh, works against the the competitive aspect for for U.S. exporters, so it's something that's you know definitely need to keep an eye on there uh, as it relates not only to monetary policy but the earnings outlook as well. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing dot com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.